Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. The shooting in Texas two weeks ago, all those kids, it affected all of us. It was horrible. But if you're a Hollywood movie star, if your name is Matthew McConaughey, and maybe you want to be governor of Texas someday as a Democrat, you get to go to the White House and let it all hang out and get to pound the podium, literally demanding action. I didn't like what I saw today. I didn't like how the mainstream media stopped everything it was doing to listen to this mediocre actor. And they did. And the mainstream media, they gave him a great big pass. Although one of our own called him out. But first, what do you think? My day wore green high top converse with a heart she had hand drawn on the right toe because they represented her love of nature. Camilla's got these shoes. Can you show these shoes, please? Wore these every day. Green Converse with a heart on the right toe. These are the same green Converse on her feet that turned out to be the only clear evidence that could identify her after the shooting. How about that? <clears throat> Pounding the podium. We know what happened there. We've been talking about it. We've been grieving, but who is this guy to pound his fist on the White House podium? That's ours. He's a civilian. He went on and on and on like this. And by the way, yeah, MSNBC, Fox, CNN, they all carried it at the same time, mesmerized because a, a Hollywood actor had something to say about the shooting. Oh, by the way, there was a lot of grandstanding there. And when we walked out of the room, one of our reporters at Newsmax, James Rosen, said, hey, was that grandstanding we just saw? By the way, he's getting killed on social media for asking a legitimate and fair question, especially a guy who just quit a race for governor. He was almost in running as a Democrat. He's got political ambitions and he's pounding the White House uh, podium. Good for James Rosen. Hey, what is it, by the way, with all these celebrities showing up and making a point? There was McConaughey. Last week we had BTS, the boy band from Korea. Remember those guys? Uh, yeah, I'm not exactly sure what they were doing there. And then there was uh, Olivia Rodrigo. Got to admit, I'm unfamiliar, but she had some stuff to say about uh, gender or something like that. And then there was this character. Uh, no comment. No, no, no comment. I don't, I, I don't know what that was about. 
you know, everybody, everybody loves children. How do we protect them? There are, there's a debate to be had. There is. Sorry, there's not, may not just be one answer. But you know the easy answer that so many Democrats are pushing? Just do anything. Just do something. It doesn't matter if it's effective or not. Just do something so you can say you did something. We have to try to do something. We have to move the needle when it comes to the gun conversation. We've got to do something to restrict them, and we've got to find the common ground. Until we decide to do something about gun violence, unfortunately, these things are going to continue to occur over and over. I am frankly sick and tired of the death and destruction we continue to see. We need to do something. They had one message for all of us. Do something. Just do something. For God's sake, do something. And that's where Joe takes over. He'll do something. Doesn't matter. He'll smile for the picture, sign something. It doesn't matter as long as they can say they did something. Now, here's where it gets specific, though. These migrants who are coming to our border, once again, a huge caravan, you can do something. You can stop them. You can build the wall. You can do something. You really can, uh, but you don't want to. No. And so many people in government, in media, um, you name it, you can find them, will say, this, this isn't really a big deal. These thousands upon thousands of people making their way up from Central America and beyond through Mexico to this country. No, it's just okay. It's also... Uh, useful to understand that these are not new caravans. These happen uh, quite often. They've been happening for years. These are three terribly small countries that, you know, <laughs> are not exactly uh, taking the U.S. on in a meaningful way. Yes, we have an occasional migrant caravan. It happens largely during the spring when it's a little bit warmer. Yeah. The president setting facts aside as he tries today to gin up Republican turnout by stoking fear about a migrant caravan. As part of the migrant caravans, as part of you know, the chain migrations, the attempt to change the conversation is an effective way to poison the conversations against uh, uh, people of color, against immigrants. Yeah, you're racist if you're concerned about illegal immigration, right? That's what they say. You see, these caravans ultimately get to the border and then it's a pro we all know, we all know, we essentially have an open border. And what happens in America? They're flown. They're actually given plane tickets or they're just escorted on a secret government charter mission. You don't even need a plane ticket. This taken just the other day up at Stewart Air Force Base in New York State. What is going on in the middle of the night? No one seems to care in the media. Very few in government. It's almost like they want it to happen. And actually, Joe Biden said, well, this is really according to plan. He made the pledge in the campaign. What I would do as president is several more things, because things have changed. I would, in fact, make sure that there is, we immediately surge to the border. All those people are seeking asylum. They deserve to be heard. That's who we are. We're a nation that says if you want to flee and you're fleeing oppression, you should come. Surge the border. Surge the border. That's who we are. In the meantime, we're not going to fortify the border. We're just going to talk about, uh, oh, yeah, uh, long-term issues, what do they call me? Root causes, root causes. We'll get to the bottom of this, root causes. We are focused on addressing both the acute factors and the root causes of migration. The root causes of migration. Dealing with root causes? You can't say you care about the border without caring about 
the root causes. Dealing with the root causes of migration. We better care about the root causes. The root causes. Now, why do they care so much about the root causes? It doesn't make sense. Somebody told me once when it doesn't make sense, money's involved. Oh, yeah. $1.9 billion recently approved, sending down to several Central American countries. Spend as you see fit to make your countries more hospitable to the people who live there. Hmm, a lot of money flowing around. What does that mean? What does that kind of money mean? Joe Biden knows what it means. For example, in one of the major cities down there, they said the crime rate's terrible. That's why people are leaving this particular city. But we have no street lighting. And the government said, give us the money. Put the I said, I'm not going to give you the money, but I'll tell you what. Show me what you need. I'll get contractors down there. We'll put in the street lights for you because a lot of corruption down there. And guess what? Violence came down. Well, all that corruption down there, but the contracts we give him, but we're not worried about that anymore. Was corruption gone? No, but we're giving him $1.9 billion. $1.9 billion again. This is, uh, this is strange. And so is this question that Joe Biden says he's frequently posed by foreign leaders. So they say, we see America's back, but for how long? I just got back from Europe meeting with heads of state. One said to me, I said, America's back. And he said, for how long? When I went over, I said, with those seven leaders, I said, we're back. And the response was, for how long? It seems like some weird Jedi mind trick. They're all playing on Joe Biden. Is that question really being asked of Joe Biden? And does it really stump him like it apparently does? Yeah, it probably does. Actually, I don't think it was ever asked of him. They're just wondering about Joe. We all are. And, uh, and we, I've said before, and I apologize to repeat, oh, I didn't, I, Jake Sullivan, you know, Jake is my NASA security advisor. I'm leaving out a lot of people here. I apologize. I'm going to get in trouble. But anyway, we'll get back to that. But um, uh, we, um, uh, you know, there's a lot that uh, that is, is, is happening. Stirring words, right? Let's see the transcript, please. I didn't hear anybody ask Joe Biden, is America's back? But I did hear, and uh, I've said before, and I apologize for, oh, I didn't, Jake Sullivan. Uh, uh, well, you heard it. It was awful. You know, when you get to that stage in life and you don't got it and Joe doesn't have it, maybe you don't run for president, right? Maybe if you got a drug addict son who was involved in weird business deals all over the world and stop, can't stop taking pictures of himself with prostitutes uh, just as you're running for president, maybe you don't run. Also, maybe if you have an illegitimate grandchild, you don't run for president. Now, Joe, like all grandparents, I'm sure, loves his grandchildren, and that's beautiful. I got four of my grandchildren with me today. All my grandkids, stand up. Stand up. They're my good luck charms. They're my heart. We had a picture taken last a couple years ago of all my girls and my grandson before we had our last grandson. And this is a picture of wow. my, all my girls, including... My wife, Jill, and my daughter, my, my three granddaughters, or actually four granddaughters, and my grandson. I can hug my grandkids now. They, they come over to the house. I can see them. I'm able to be with them. 
Nothing wrong with that at all. But how many grandchildren does Joe have? How many, Mr. President? How many of you have been unable to hug your grandkids in the last seven months? I got six of them. Six. He's got, no, you don't. You've got seven of them. One tragically goes unacknowledged by Hunter and by you. DNA tests show Hunter Biden fathered a child with an Arkansas woman. This has been established in court. And now that woman is going through a great deal of strife. Her ex-fiance is giving her a hard time, might be threatening her. It's being looked into. But Joe Biden refuses to provide security for Hunter's mini-me love child. Her name is Navy. Let's go to the story here. Joe Biden is refusing to provide protection for his son Hunter's love child, despite the little girl and her mom becoming entangled in a terrifying harassment case. London Roberts claims her cage fighter ex-fiance bombarded her with threats and made frightening comments about three-year-old Navy Joan. No protection? I guess not when you're not even getting an acknowledgement. But Joe told us he was Mr. Integrity. His word is his bond, especially when he brings his own name into it. Remember when he did this? I give you my word as a Biden. I honest to God believe. I give you my word as a Biden. I honest to God believe. Now I truly believe. I give you my word as a Biden. I truly believe we're about to see our brightest future. I give you my word as a Biden. This is God's truth. My word is a Biden. And I mean this, my word is a Biden. I mean it, but I give you my word as a Biden. I've never been more optimistic about America than I am today. I really mean it. He won't acknowledge his grandchild. What is his word worth, especially as a Biden? Zero, zero, sad to say. When we come back, San Francisco is totally on the edge, and even that left-leaning community may have had enough with its woke government. Something exciting could be happening, getting rid of crazy leftist radical leadership. Be right back. Hey, I'm Rob Carson, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast. Tired of boring traditional news updates? How about one with a conservative point of view, and it's actually funny? You can subscribe for free on the Apple Podcast app, and it downloads directly to your smartphone, so you can listen while driving, uh, to work, riding a bike, at the gym, or even while lobster fishing off the East Coast. Subscribe today with the Apple Podcast app, or go to NewsmaxTV.com slash podcasts for other platforms. Something's All I can say... Is that the fake news just doesn't get it, do they? And a fake news extravaganza this Thursday night at 8 p.m. prime time. More January 6th hearings. But what about that? 8 p.m. Eastern time. They never have these things at night in prime time. And also, it's June, right? Yeah. Uh, January 6th. 2021. That was 18 months ago, a year and a half ago. And we've already had a whole slew of hearings on January 6th. Early last year, February 25th, they were questioning people. Uh, March 3rd, they were questioning people. This guy, General Walker. It continued on and on like that. January 5th, 2022. And then... 
for the pace of resistance. They brought up those um, Capitol Hill cops and the Metro PD cops, you know, the phony ones who cried. Oh, no. Because of the other chemical that I, my uniform had it on. Sorry. I was carried back inside. What happened afterwards is much less vivid. One of the invaders approached me like he was going to try to get past me and head down the stairs. I was stunned by what I saw. (laughs) Sorry, it's so emotional. What are we talking about here? It's almost like responding to a riot was somehow beneath them. This country saw a thousand riots in the previous two years. Cops are always the villain. This is crazy stuff. Something very, very weird. And now we even had that. We had all the others, but we're going to do it again Thursday night in prime time. Now, what's changed and why do we need another one? Well, let's see if we can figure out this uh, riddle, huh? Let's see. Ah, yes. The midterms five months from now and President Biden's approval ratings at 36 percent. That's a uh, that's a pretty big clue. But I want everybody to know, again, just how unusual it is to have these things uh, at night. All right. Now, we've had plenty of hearings in this country. Let's go through them. Uh, 1973, the Watergate hearings, uh, the John Dean. Let's see. Oh, 1987, Oliver North. He was just born into that uniform, they said. I got to know Ollie in later years. Great guy. 1991, Anita Hill, Clarence Thomas. 2018, the catastrophe that happened to uh, Justice Kavanaugh. That was so ridiculous. Of course, the phony impeachments. Phony impeachment one and phony impeachment two. All of these things, folks, were televised during the day, all right, during the day. Sometimes they went late, but they didn't start at eight o'clock at night. Now, they brought in, no kidding, a TV producer, a pretty uh, established one. Uh, James Goldston is his name. He's going to be producing the January 6th primetime hearing. A little bit more about this guy. He's produced, um, well, he produced Good Morning America for many, many years. Uh, Nightline, you know, those, by the way, those morning shows, they can be pretty silly, right? Yeah, he knows all about that stuff. He produced it. We're celebrating GMA's biggest 4th of July ever with a real bang. They're the hottest hairstyle for summer. Lady Gaga's blunt bangs help her keep her poker face straight. Kim Kardashian keeps hers soft and sexy. Even Nicole Kidman is flaunting fringe. That's right, bangs are back. And they're not just for Justin Bieber anymore. So the guy who produced that is going to produce the January 6th primetime hearings. You know... I was always for the hearings if we had full and honest ones and they had to include, you know, what happened in that election. Oh, boy, all the rules were changed. Yeah, it wasn't a standard election and the fake news can pretend everything was normal. It was not. And back when Attorney General Barr had guts, he said so. So far, we haven't seen widespread fraud, but so far we haven't tried it. Well, the point is that a lot of us uh, there are several states that only have mail-in voting, including a Republican. Well, this is playing with fire. This is playing with fire. We're a very closely divided country here. 
And if people have to have confidence in the results of the election and the legitimacy of the government, and people trying to change the rules to this, to this methodology, which as a matter of logic is very open to fraud and coercion, is reckless and dangerous, and the people are playing with fire. As a matter of logic, it is open to fraud. As a matter of logic, yes, former Attorney General Barr, he said that in the summer of 2020, if only, if only he followed through. You want to have January 6th hearings? Fine. You know the questions I want answered. Number one, who's that little cop who waved everybody on through the French barricades? Who is that police officer? Have you located them? Also, why did these police officers just stand there as people walked into the Capitol? Why did this happen? Why didn't they push people back? These people would have probably cooperated. Also, just before Ashley Babbitt was shot and killed, these three officers just outside the House of Representatives, for some reason, just decide at the critical moment, just before Ashley Babbitt is shot right there to take a break. There they go. And then, yes, all hell breaks loose and Lieutenant Michael Byrd opens fire. I want those questions answered. But the swamp, they don't want anything addressed like that. They want to continue this fantasy they have that Trump that Trump was trying to carry out a coup. I think the evidence is overwhelming that Trump and the people around him uh, were involved in a criminal conspiracy. And as we know, it is a crime to uh, obstruct, attempt to subvert the lawful business of government. I mean, there's no ambiguity in the law. What we wanted was the Electoral Count Act of 1887 to be applied. And within the law, within the Constitution, there was a way to object to the electoral results and ask for an investigation. It's interesting. It seems like the swamp did not want that to happen. They're the ones who possibly were orchestrating the forces moving them into the Capitol. So that could be disrupted. Uh, Bob Woodward is basically, you know, he's the head swamp guy in the media. They love him down there. Uh, he also said this, and I think it's very interesting. Listen carefully. The Supreme Court has held going back a uh, hundred years that it is a crime if there is deceit. Uh, deceit, craft, treachery, trickery, dishonesty, misrepresentation, overreaching, and uh, overt acts. And this is exactly what Trump and these people uh, have done. Overreaching, dishonesty, trickery. It sounds like the January 6th committee and the mainstream media. It's you guys. You're calling yourself out with all of those misdeeds. That's what you are doing, sir, and your friends. What else? It's interesting. Trump was, as we know, president for four years, and he learned some things about the levers of power. If he becomes president again, I think there's going to be uh, not as much ambiguity. I think he will clearly uh, do some things that... Uh, are frightening to uh, hold power again as president. So this uh, this needs to be examined. Frightening. He'll frighten us. They were frightened the first time. What did he do that was so frightening? 
You know, this caricature that they created, I think some of them actually believe in it. President Trump, in many ways, was a by-the-book president. Does this sound like an autocrat? Does this sound like a dictator? No. You're going to hear him as he some of his most controversial proposals actually made their way through the court. This is a man who followed the books. He actually did. Followed, played by the rules. And uh, I'll sign the final papers as soon as I get into the Oval Office. And we will have a national emergency. And we will then be sued. And they will sue us in the Ninth Circuit, uh, even though it shouldn't be there. And we will possibly get a bad ruling. And then we'll get another bad ruling. And then we'll end up in the Supreme Court. And hopefully we'll get a fair shake. And we'll win in the Supreme Court, just like the ban. They sued us in the Ninth Circuit, and we lost, and then we lost in the appellate division, and then we went to the Supreme Court, and we won. Because dictators don't talk like that. They just call up the army, and they say, do it, and they do it, and they don't care about the law. He did. He does. That's what they also can't figure out about him. Hey, by the way, Woodward was on the Morning Swamp Show, the Morning Joe Show. What a terrible, terrible show. Now, if you turn it on at 8 o'clock, top of the hour, you know, you want to find out the most important news, right? Everyone's getting ready to go to work and getting out the door. This is, this is no kidding. This is what they did at the very top of the hour. This is how they start the news. Got a lot to talk about. But it's 8 o'clock on the East Coast. I don't think we'll ask Gene about the Nationals. That's uh, sort of a sore subject. Our Red Sox keep winning. That's just what we did. We just win. We don't have the payroll of the New York Yankees. I mean, for them, it's just, I don't know. I think it's all about money. Uh, for us, it's about the love of the game. Let's start with the Yankees payroll. I believe it's about $500 million now. They've bought everybody. We're lucky we're even in the same exactly. stratosphere. We're just oh, doing really? our best with what we have. <laughs> America's oh team. The Nationals have actually won a game, uh, which happens occasionally. And uh, yeah. Yeah, rebuilding year, so rebuild already. Rebuild already. Okay. We have Bob Woodward standing by. All right, that went on for 20 minutes, practically, it seemed like. Um, the only thing worse than watching baseball is watching those guys talk about baseball. Sorry, no longer a baseball fan. I can't get into it. Worst show in America, Morning Joe, but it does give you a window into uh, the swamp and how they operate. All right, it's Pride Month. Yikes. Uh, it's gotten more ridiculous, more over the top, and... <laughs> I think they're taking pride in the wrong things. You talk, if you take pride, and you really shouldn't take pride, it's actually a bad word of the Bible, but you can take pride in your, in your accomplishments and your contributions, but you were born a certain way. People are, I believe, born straight, some are born gay, whatever. Take pride in that? No. But certainly in Dallas, and we haven't heard the end of this thing, by the way, when they brought the kids to the drag race in Dallas, this is crazy stuff. I'm glad, I personally called the cops about this. Uh, totally inappropriate, probably criminal. But scenes uh, similar to this are happening all over the country. Some worse, some not as bad. Uh, let's see, here in New York City, it's all about the drag queens going to schools and reading to the kids. I see, I think it just should be about reading. I don't know why they're bringing them in, but they are. They bring them in not only to read, but then to apply makeup.
kind of crazy stuff used to be confined to very big cities, certain sections of very big cities, and certainly not kids in public school. I mean, I could see San Francisco, maybe, but not even San Francisco tolerated this kind of stuff. And San Francisco has problems, by the way, big, big problems. And even the lefties who live there are getting exhausted. By the way, a lot of lefties too live there. Let's look at the numbers, shall we? Uh, Less than 7% of registered voters in San Francisco are Republicans. And they have had it to hear with their DA, a guy named Chesa Boudin, a terrible district attorney. This guy seems to love criminality. Um, No crime, can't be forgiven, it seems. He was raised by... Well, his parents are radical criminals. They were uh, part of the Brinks heist back in 1981. Cop killers. I mean, literally cop killers. His uh, biological parents. Well, things are so bad in San Francisco, they may recall this guy. Right now, as we speak, there is a recall election. This guy, if he loses his job, it'll be fascinating. Again, because the constituents there are as left as they come but even they have their limits, right? With the drugs, with the criminality everywhere. I hope you vote them out, San Francisco, because if you do, well, other cities may start rolling back some of these crazy, crazy policies. What do you say? All right, Uh, stay with us. Bill Clinton, another associate of his, found dead. It looks like a suicide, But I mean, how many suicides, the Clintons and the suicides? I'm sorry, it's crazy. There's another one. We'll talk about it when we come back. So pot, weed, marijuana, everybody seems to be smoking out these days. And why not? It's been essentially legalized everywhere. I tell you why not. It's a nasty, horrible drug. It's addictive and it can mess up your mind. And the so-called health benefits, they're not there. And they're routinely being debunked. We have a study here, uh, federally funded, by the way, uh, from the Oregon Health and Science University. Some of their findings, uh, top left there. Limited generalizable evidence to inform long-term use of available cannabis products for chronic pain. Unfortunately, there is very little scientifically valid research into most of these products. Evidence for whole plant products, CBD, and other cannabinoids cannabinoids, was limited by serious imprecision and lack of ability to assess consistency. You know, there's a lot of urban myth out there about pot, but these guys are the scientists, and uh, listen to this. Unfortunately, all the other whole plant extracts, whether they are primarily THC or CBDs, or whole plant products that would be available without a prescription did not have sufficient evidence of benefit for pain or function outcomes. All right. Well, the science person says so. I agree. Um, Bad stuff. Hey, we have big city mayors who say, literally, I smoke and you should smoke too. This is Mayor Adams, one of the biggest goofballs right now in America. One of my best gifts, as you know, marijuana is legal. I have raw. I did not know. I have raw. I am not aware, Mr. Mayor. I'm not into that scene. I have bamboo. Oh, you it's know. big. And I can't give you this gift. I'll give it to you later, you know. <laughs> 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 
Isn't that cute, huh? Having a moment on the Colbert Show. We're going to smoke behind uh, backstage after the show. How cute is that? You know, just about everybody they lock up, especially those involved in violent crime, have this crap in their system. I wonder what they'll find when they find the guy who pushed another woman onto the subway tracks here in New York City. Look at that. Boom. No reason. He just did it. No reason. He just did it. All right. Hey, the Clintons, Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton, you know, a lot of their associates have found themselves, well, dead. Uh, you're looking at him with Mac McClarty, his first chief of staff when he was president. Mac McClarty is alive and well, but an assistant to Mac McClarty is no longer with us. His name is uh, Mark Middleton, 59 years old, lived in Arkansas. And well, they say he killed himself in Arkansas. Now he had a uh, a serious job in the White House, and after leaving the White House, the Clinton White House, he went back into the, I believe, the air conditioner business. They found him hanging from a tree in what looked like a suicide, but there was a problem. There was also reportedly a massive gunshot wound, hanging and a gunshot wound. Take a look at this headline, please. The family understand lawsuit muzzles investigators in bizarre death of Clinton advisor linked to creep Jeffrey Epstein. Ah, it has been reported that one of his duties at the White House was to escort high level guests in to the White House. And one of those guests was Jeffrey Epstein. Wow. Wow. All right. We have a small clip from a movie we should all see. It's about January 6th. It's called The Truth About January 6th. And it tells a story, well, a lot of stories. And one is about Jacob, I'm sorry, uh, Jacob Lang. Yeah, that's the guy you're seeing right there. He's in jail right now. And he actually narrates a good portion of this documentary. Take a look. America, you deserve the truth. You deserve the full story. You deserve to view the historic event of January 6th beyond the censored lens of mainstream media. Hello, I'm Jake Lang, a 27-year-old political prisoner that has been locked up in solitary confinement for over 17 months. The footage you are about to witness has never before been seen by the public. It is the raw and uncut truth of January 6th, the day when free men and women stood unarmed against tyranny and were brutalized, beaten, and even murdered on the steps of our own capital. The patriotic event of the century where brave Americans came together to defend the Constitution and free and fair elections. I'm in. I want to see this. J6truth.org. You can go there. J6truth.org. Or find it on Rumble. Jake Lang, we thank you. We're going to meet one of the uh, filmmakers and participants in a little bit. But first, Rob Astorino, he's running for governor right now, and he has found more immigrants flying to New York from all the way down in Texas. This is still happening in the middle of the night. And by the way, we probably wouldn't know about it if it weren't for him. We'll be right back. So, the illegals come over the border totally, totally unobstructed. And once they get here, well, their journey is facilitated. Often they'll get a, a bus ticket, and often they'll get a plane ticket that takes them all the way to New York. Yeah, it's happening. To Hudson Valley, New York, Stewart Airfield, way, way, way up there. It happens in the middle of the night uh, in secret. Quite frankly, I don't think anybody would know about this if it wasn't for our next guest, Rob Astorino, the former 
Westchester County executive. He's running for governor right now of New York State as a Republican. But you are the one, sir, who discovered it and brought it to the world. Thank you for that. Welcome back to Newsmax. How are you? Good to be with you, Greg. So this is new footage. You found this a couple of months ago, uh, and it was disturbing then. Very little seemed to happen. Now we find out it's happening again at another airport, Stewart, which is a little bit further north. Why aren't people pushing back? They don't know about it. They're finding out about it now. And, you know, we blew the lid on this back in August of last year when these flights from the southern border were coming into Westchester County Airport. They still are, by the way, sometimes every night. And now, because I guess they need more runway space and another location, they're going to Stewart International, which is run by the Port Authority of New York and New Jersey, overseen by the governor of New York. So they're coming in. They're being incentivized, these flights. When they get off the planes, they get duffel bags. uh, They get goodies. And, of course, a $2 billion fund from New York for cash assistance and all benefits that even citizens don't get. And we can't even get a question answered like, where are they going? And uh, we're paying the bill. How much does this cost? Nada. We get nada. What do you think the objective is? I have my own theories, but why would they, the federal government, these are private companies, but we believe that they're federally contracted. Why would the Department of Homeland Security or board, why would they be facilitating this? What's your, what do you make of it? They say it's for reunification. So kids being reunified with either family members or sponsors who are also here, most likely illegally. And it's just a way to disperse people from, you know, other countries into the United States, bypass our our legal process, our immigration process. We obviously have no southern border. You see what's going on in Mexico now with the caravan. They'll all be here soon. And as you said, probably a free flight. Why don't we just make it easier and just have the flights from Mexico City so they don't have to go through this process of crossing the Rio Grande? I mean, it's becoming absurd right now. We have no laws anymore, no border. And our own federal government and state here in New York, they're aiding and abetting this uh, at taxpayer expense. And we're the ones that get screwed. And we're the ones that get no answers. So uh, Kathy Hochul, by the way, who was the incumbent Democrat, she became governor as lieutenant governor because Cuomo went down. We have a picture of her, I think. She is running. Uh, You want to run against her? You want to be the Republican nominee? What's her take on all this? Uh, I think uh, her message has been uh, welcome. The more, the merrier. Bienvenido. Absolutely. And that's why we've got this $2 billion fund. And she said, you know, you're not going to have to worry about stuff. We're going to help you as, you know, Medicaid. You go to our hospitals, our schools. uh, We give food assistance, all those kind of things. As Americans are struggling, New Yorkers are struggling, moving out because we can't afford it. And uh, people are coming into this country without papers illegally and getting everything that citizens aren't getting. So it's a big problem, but I will put an end to this because there is a law from 1951 that the governor can invoke, which requires any illegal alien that enters New York to register with the state. And I will do that, or I will put a state trooper at those planes. So when they do come off, I will know exactly who is coming into our state for public safety reasons, obviously public health reasons right now. And just because, well, we should know who's coming into our state. You know, I, I got off the plane in Westchester County Airport, and you know who I was met with? Uh, uh, National Guard, New York State National yeah. Guard during COVID. And these yeah. folks are coming in middle of the night. Uh, no questions. It's very strange. Rob Astorino, the primary is June 28th. Good luck. If you want more information, folks, go to robastorino.com and follow him on Twitter at Rob Astorino. Thank you, sir. To be continued, and we'll be right back.
The mainstream media, they're very selective about what we see regarding January 6th. There's a lot of video you've never seen, maybe including this next sequence. Now, it was not shot by a news crew. It was shot by somebody who was there. And you'll notice there's kind of font all over it. But it shows a flash grenade being thrown into a crowd. Watch. Did you see that? Did you see that? We believe that flash grenade was thrown by Capitol Hill police. We also are told that perhaps it led to the death of at least one person, maybe more. We never hear about this. We'd like to bring in Kara Castronova once again. She's an investigative reporter for the Gateway Pundit and co-founder of Citizens Against Political Persecution. You've been such a, a leader in this effort and justice for January Sixers. Welcome back, Kara. How are you? I'm great. Thank you, Greg, for covering this. You bet. You bet. So we believe, what do you say in this film uh, regarding those flash grenades? What could they have done? What kind of damage? Well, there's video evidence, there's eyewitness evidence, and there's a lot of proof that two, the two men that died on January 6th that the mainstream media reported died of natural causes actually died because their death was induced by a flashbang grenade. Um, many people witnessed the flashbang actually landing in front of one gentleman, and that actually was what gave him his heart attack. There's video documentation of that, and there's also video documentation of another gentleman being with the flashbang landing in the vicinity and him dying as well, unfortunately. And these names are not names we've heard. And I've been following this very closely. I have not heard the name Kevin Greason. Kevin Greason, that's the name. And also Benjamin Phillips. These are the individuals? Yes, these are the individuals. And like I said, right away after January 6th of 2020, it was reported, uh, 2021, it was reported that they died of natural causes, mysteriously died of natural causes, at a Trump rally on a sidewalk. These gentlemen weren't even anywhere near the Capitol. They were near flash flashbangs that were thrown out into the crowd that reached far all the way to the uh, to the sidewalk. So these weren't even guys that got anywhere close to the Capitol. They died, according to the coroner and the mainstream media, of natural causes at a Trump rally. I always knew it didn't make sense. We've done a lot of investigating on this, and there's very, very compelling proof that they were the victim of a flash-grade explosive. And my question is, why isn't the January 6th committee looking into this? Why, why aren't they mentioning this at the hearing? How come they haven't even reached out to the families? Your film is a must-see. I look forward to watching it uh, tonight. It's The Truth About January 6th from Brickhouse Films. You can find it uh, on Rumble, and you can go to, uh, forgive me, the website is... Citizen, oh, it's J J6Truth.org. You could watch The Truth About January 6th documentary, where you'll find the real truth j6truth.org. Yes, we have it up on the screen, j6truth.org. Uh, thank you. And to be continued, I'll look at the film. We'll have you back. I appreciate it so much. No problem, Greg. Thank you so much for everything you do. All right. To be continued. Be right back. It's our America. We built it. Courage. Freedom. Millions go to Newsmax when they need to know. Start today on the free Newsmax app. Newsmax is real news for real people. Thank you so much. See you tomorrow. Stinchfield is next.